good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Happy Thursday. Thursday the second. Well, really, Thursday's the third best day of the week because Friday's the first best day. Saturday's the second best day. Uh, Thursday and Sunday, they're tied for third. That's just my, you know, my, my rankings of the days of the week. One more day till Friday. I hope it finds you well. Of course, I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website, and I'll tell you right now, if you don't go out there every day, uh, you're not really going to know what you need to know allamericangold.com, make it part of your daily routine. Uh, I apologize for yesterday. Uh, my my son uh, had a surgery that uh, the timing got changed up on us, and, and it, I thought I was going to be here, ended up not being able to be here. It went very, very well, uh, and uh, he's going to be, well, let's just say, his summer's going to be much, much different than he thought it was going to be. Instead of being at uh, football camps and who knows what else, running around partying with his buddies, uh, he's going to be uh, laid up. He had a so- shoulder surgery. Um, and, man, I'll tell you what. The the whole medical thing, I don't want to get into it, how long it took us to get to this point. Uh, but I am going to talk about medical costs. We've got an update here. You know what's amazing is they're they're putting a number on how much it's going to cost you right now if you're 65 and healthy, which essentially. <laughs> I mean, really what you're saying is, hey, about 70% of you, uh, it's going to cost more. The other 30%, and that makes me generous, uh, the other 30% of you that are quote-unquote healthy, I'm going to tell you how much that's going to cost. We got to talk about jobs. Uh, yesterday, we had the ADP number. Now, that was a, a survey, a private survey number. It was less than expected. Today, we had jobless claims and planned layoffs. So we had two reports, jobless claims, planned layoffs. Depending on which one you want to believe makes for a very interesting morning. Because they essentially said the exact opposite about where we're headed. And then, of course, tomorrow we will get the government's number as to how many uh, people are going to be employed or not employed. We'll also get the household survey, which is going to give us the unemployment rate. And, and they make a huge deal about all of this. And, and at the end of the day, you know what? I don't know. Every data point they give us, there's another data point that says the exact opposite. I mean, it's almost, it's almost unbelievable. Like, today was a great example. Jobless claims. So this would be somebody that got fired or laid off and needs to file for unemployment for the very first time. This used to be a very important number back in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, even the early 2000s. Very, very important. Today, and I've, I've been educating all of you for the last couple of years, this isn't, 
your your parents, and even for us that are you know approaching fifty, this isn't the the unemployment report that we grew up with, because the vast majority of jobs created today are part time, contract, temporary work, things of that nature. And, and the rules for unemployment claims haven't kept up with how the job market has changed. So for people that, let's just say you work a full-time job and a part-time job, right, which is half the country, and you lose one of those jobs, doesn't matter which one, you don't get to file because you have income from the other job. You drive drunk people around at night for extra money, right? You don't get to file. So it doesn't quite mean what it used to mean, uh, but it hit the lowest levels. You know, we're back into those 60s, right? The lowest levels since the 60s. And they, they parade this out like, look how great we are. And then when you think about it, you're like, well, why? We've got almost 100 million people of working age not working. Part-time employment is the highest it's ever been. People working multiple jobs, the highest it's ever been. And you start to understand what has happened. And then you have the other report today. Challenger Gray in Christmas. Right, these are the ones that, and of course I've educated, you know. Any employer that is going to lay off a large amount of people in any state needs to notify them in writing, hey, we're going to be laying people off. Hey, uh, Arizona, uh, we're closing down or, or we're cutting back and we're going to lay off. 100 people in your state. California, we're going to lay off 500. New York, 300. Well, these guys track it all. So two, one day, two reports. One report says, hey, only 200,000 people had to get unemployment benefits for the first time this week. Wow, what a great number. And it is. How many people got told they don't have a job anymore? in the same time period. We'll talk about that one next. So what kind of economy is it? I have no idea. One one report says, hey, nobody's filing for unemployment insurance. Well, I shouldn't say no, you know, 200, I think it was 202,000. And that one is everywhere. Every website I've gone to, uh, CNBC, uh, Market Watch, Drudge, right, everywhere. You turn on the idiot box, you heard it on Fox, you heard it on CNBC, you heard it on Blue. I heard it everywhere. The other report, nobody even talked about. The only reason I found it is because I you know, know, hey, wait a minute, what about the Challenger Gray and Christmas report? And, and then you find it, you know, tucked away um, at the back of the page where nobody knows where it's at. Nobody on television talks about it. So, but that's why you listen. I don't know which one's right. 
layoffs hit their highest level for the first quarter. January, February, March. In 10 years. That's 2009. (laughs) That's like right in the heart of the, remember what they call, the Great Recession. As the jobs market got off to a shaky start, according to Challenger, Gray, and Christmas. And listen, they don't do anything other than count the reports. It's not like they 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 make a phone call. Oh yeah, did you fire some people? Did you lay anybody off? They go by the actual number. I know, crazy idea, right? I, why would we do that? Total announced layoffs rose ten percent from the fourth quarter. Okay, which that's not good. But this number was even worse. It's 35.6% higher than the same quarter last year. So on the one hand, <laughs> we don't have the jobless claims, the unemployment un- for unemployment. But I told you, it's because the job market's different. And again, I don't know. I would I would think that this number here, the layoff number, an actual number is worth more than, than the, well, I guess the new economy job where all these people, they all know most people can't file because the job they have doesn't allow it. It's another thing that we let these, it's crazy what we let businesses get away with. Yeah, get rid of the pensions because, you know, let's face it, that, that's expensive. Let's get rid of that. Hey, let's set it up now where you can just call all of your employees contractors, and that way you don't have to play unemployment insurance. I mean, that, that's what's happened. And now we're starting to see, you know, it took a while. It took a while for all of these companies for it to start showing up in the data. Right? This, these are laws that got changed 10 15 and 20 years ago. These are modern laws that got changed that allowed for all of the temporary work, the contract work, right? It just didn't appear, right? The reason why we didn't have this problem in the 90s and the 80s, that wasn't the law. The reason why they say the unemployment rate is 3.8% today And it wasn't that in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s because the law was different. See, you didn't get to stop counting people in the old law. And and today, you just fall off and now you got 100 million people not in the workforce. Uh, Absolutely nuts. What does it mean? I don't know. I think what it means is that things are a little worse than what they appear. I think layoffs are up 35% in one year. I don't know. Call me crazy. What do I know? Speaking of crazy, I saw this article. uh, I want to say it was Tuesday afternoon. I was going to do it yesterday, and then I wasn't here. Uh, I was on in Colorado with Jason and Brian. We were doing a test on some stuff, and I talked about it there. 
but I'm going to play the clip. George Washington University. Their, their mascot is the Colonials, okay, and, and, and it's officially George the Colonial, right? And then obviously George Washington, named after the president, the first president of the United States. And there's a movement now that they want to change the mascot from George the Colonial, apparently, to a hippopotamus. And I'm going to play you the clip. They're, they're interviewing students at George Washington about why it is that they don't think that the Colonial, right? Apparently now the Colonial is a horrible symbol. I did not know this, but I want to share it with you. Jason, play the clip. I'm Victoria Snitzer with Campus Reform here today at George Washington University talking to students about a recent petition that's been going around, an effort to change the mascot from the Colonial to the Hippo because some deem the Colonial to be too offensive. Why do you think we shouldn't have the mascot be the Colonial anymore? I think it's more so that like there are students on this campus who don't feel comfortable with it, and so then it doesn't really matter what other students think if it makes someone comfortable. I think that like the whole like Colonial thing is like a little white supremacist and I think like a hippo would be a better mascot. I mean colonial is kind of a touchy yeah. word. Um, I did sign the petition. I do understand that it is offensive uh, to like other countries. I heard that you're not supposed to like wear the colonial's name like when you go abroad. It's yeah. so creepy and kind of not racially. Like, you know, colonial's not yeah. great. Not a great name. I think this is definitely a possibility to see it as offensive and I think it's rooted in history that is troublesome especially in like our current political climate. Yeah, I think it wouldn't hurt. I'm 100% on board. I think they should change the mascot from George the Colonial to the Hippo because you know slavery bad colonials and bad so. So when you said it's rooted in history that's troublesome and it's offensive could you just explain a little bit more about what that is? Yeah well I think the word colonial like evokes an image of like white men coming to take people's land and I mean if we're thinking about that point in history it's definitely a conversation to be had. And to you know be celebrating the colonials is even though some argue has like a connection more so to Americans fighting for freedom like we can't forget that Americans fought for freedom on land that wasn't theirs in the first place. I prefer the hippo personally just because I don't know the colonial like what it stands for kind of. There's like a negative connotation with the colonials and with colonialism so yeah I'd be down for that. So would you guys be in favor of changing the name of the university since it's named after George Washington who was a colonial? Um, I feel like it's a nuanced issue. Yeah, name it Obama. So much for us. Yes. One. Um, I could Jason, see oh, how that. Jason's trying to stop it. He doesn't know how to do it. There we go. It's live radio. Yep. There you go. Now remember, all of these people they're talking to, somebody else has paid for them to be there, right? Most of them probably there on the taxpayer's dime, right? I don't care if it's financial aid or student loans or Pell Grants, all right? You know they're there, right? Mommy and daddy's paying for them. So it's a bunch of white men. They're bad, right? I, I did not know that colonialism meant any of that.
Right? I thought it was talking about our founding fathers, right, and talking about how we created this country. We, we succeeded, if you will, from England. And, and I start to wonder, right, the land wasn't ours. Right? You know, yeah, it's bad. It's not our land. So you're right. Let's give it back to the I got an idea. Everybody, we're going to forget. Take down the apartments. Take down the, the high rises. Let's all get the teepees out. Right? We'll go out, bring the buffalo hunting back. I mean, we'll do it all. It's incredible. Where does it stop? Yes, well, David, Obama University, because Obama, he did so much for us. <laughs> what did he do? I, I know he made my health care go up a billion dollars. This is what is coming. And you know what? Think about this. You know, and I never put it, you know, it takes a while. I'm, I'm not that smart. <laughs> I'm just not that smart. It takes me a while to put things together. I think I just figured it out of why they said everybody needs to go to college. See, because these kids, they don't know life. They don't know how what it takes to be out in the real world without their mommy and daddy or the taxpayer. They have no idea. And they're just completely brainwashed. Yes, you know what? George Washington, he's a horrible person. I mean, that's essentially what they're saying. All these, they're terrible. It's called history. What, is it perfect? No. Are we better today than we were then? Sometimes I wonder. But by and large, I think we are. And, and it amazes me as we sit there and we watch. And this is, you know, when you go to these colleges, liberalism is everywhere. I guarantee you, none of these quote-unquote students came up with this on their own. I didn't even know that was a thing. That colonialism is is represents bad things, right? It represents slavery and I guess taking the land from the Indians and I, I you know all of it. Cats and dogs living together. Did I did Arlene, did you know this? Was this something you knew? I didn't even know it was a thing. Right, and all of this, this well-oiled machine. And so you got these kids, they're away from mom and dad. Right, they, they think they're, they're, they're living the American dream. Right, I'm doing what I'm told, and they're being brainwashed into believing this, this total nonsense. This total misrepresentation of history. Right, everywhere, right, we've got to take all the statues down. You know what, I know. Let's get rid of the Washington Monument. Mount Rushmore, let's blow that up. Uh, you know, let's just get it all, take it all down. Amazing. Amazing. And these are, listen, there's more of them now than there are of everybody else. I mean, that's just what's happening. The Electoral College, right? They're all, oh, oh no, we got to get rid of that. That's not fair. 
Right, the electoral college was set up for just stuff like this, where a one group of people get to dictate what's right to everybody else, and that's why they set it up the way they did. It was brilliant. And now I just figured it out. Because let's face it, we know no half the kids with college degrees, and half may be generous, maybe really generous, are going to find out they spent a bunch of whether it was their parents' money, their money, or the taxpayer money, for no reason. You know the sad part is? 90% of the jobs out there that say you need a college degree, you really don't. You don't need a college degree to be a salesman. You don't. You don't need a college degree to be a supervisor at a retail chain. You don't. Or burger place, fast food place. Oh, man, this is the world we live in today. When we get back, we're going to talk about how much you really need to retire. Baker Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Mrs. Schlafly was a courageous and articulate voice for traditional values and common sense for more than 70 years. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. Many parents simply do not understand what the public schools mean when they say they are teaching multiculturalism. Parents think their kids are learning about the cultures of various countries around the world. But multiculturalism is not about celebrating ethnic holidays or heroes or the habits of other countries. The word multiculturalism is now a code word for teaching children that they are the victims of oppression in the United States and about devising ways to overthrow it. In a professional conference on multiculturalism in Phoenix, the instructors attacked the concepts of citizenship and citizenship education. One of the academic leaders of the multiculturalism movement attacked citizenship with the concept of cosmopolitanism, which he defined as allegiance to the worldwide community of human beings and community to humanity instead of any particular nation. In other words, multiculturalism is anti-patriotism. Professional multiculturalists want to purge European-based culture through an open borders immigration, encouragement of minority resistance to assimilation, and indoctrination of children to teach them that the American culture is oppressive. Some of the books used in multiculturalism courses are based on the premise that the United States has been an oppressive society from the start and that it needs to be thoroughly changed. These books reject the concept of American exceptionalism and urge teachers to present the U.S. as just one other nation in the world. They look upon multiculturalism education as a political movement that addresses issues of race, ethnicity, gender, home language, sexual orientation, disability, religion, and socioeconomic status. Are you a college student eager to stand up for your conservative beliefs and stand against progressive ideologies? Don't miss the 26th Annual Phyllis Schlafly Collegian Summit, June 11 to 13 in Washington, D.C., Talks, tours, and private receptions are free to students who register in advance. 
go to phyllisschlafly.com and click on Collegians. That's phyllisschlafly.com. And join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. Bye, Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour, 800 You never know what you're going to hear, but you know what? Someone's got to tell you. Hey, I got an idea for all these kids. Uh, how about pastor classes? Why don't you focus on that, huh? Focus on being a a, uh, a tax-paying citizen and not living off of the roles of your parents or the government before you decide to tell us uh, what you ver- what your version of history is. Um, it's just nuts. I, God, it makes me so angry. I just... If this wasn't, uh, if the FCC wasn't watching, I'd have some different words. If I had a podcast, yeah, I'd be using much more colorful language, but enough of that. There's no inflation. Unemployment's low. Jobs are great. Just don't ask Challenger Gray and Christmas (laughs) or the government's job report from last month. Don't pay attention to that stuff. Just believe what we tell you. Because you know what? That's really what we're good at. We're like sheep. Really, it's amazing. You would think that people would be outraged every time they told you there's no inflation. And they have said, think about how long they've beaten that into our heads now. For what, what, a decade no inflation, no inflation, no inflation, no inflation, no inflation. Right? They don't have to raise rates because there's no inflation. Okay? Let's let's give it the old test, shall we? Health care cost. Now, I'm not talking about mine. I'm not talking about all of you people still out there working. I'm talking about you retired folk. Are you soon to be retired folk? If you are healthy. Now, it, it doesn't tell me what healthy is, okay? But, but I guess you know, right? You know, if you got heart problems or diabetes or high blood pressure, you're fat, right? All that high cholesterol, you're not healthy. Right? Uh, you got anxiety, right? You're on Xanax and all that. You're not healthy. But for the few that are, okay, so this is the best case scenario. And I want you to start thinking about your 401k. Now, this was something that your grandparents and a lot of us are parents Never had to worry about. Wasn't an issue. You know, I, I I was actually, you know what, I was the last. In my early 20s, I worked at, at Osco, Osco Drug. I don't even know if they're still around anymore. I don't, I don't know. I think they're CVS now or, you know, because really there's only two drugstores in the whole country. Isn't there uh, CVS and Walgreens? Right, <laughs> pretty much. My health care was free just because I worked there because it really didn't cost that much. You know, it's kind of funny. 
Everybody needs to go to college came around when college didn't cost very much. <laughs> now it's a fortune. Uh, Health care costs didn't really cost that much until they said what? Everybody needs health care. Now it's a fortune. You know, your pensions used to pay for this stuff. Of course, now you got that 401k. If you are a healthy male-female couple, now, I don't mean to slight the LBGQ community. I'm just reading the article here. I don't know if it's different if you're two healthy women or two healthy men. I don't know. But if you're a healthy male-female couple, (laughs) retiring at 65, in 2019, you are going to spend $285,000 in retirement for health care. Now, now you think about it. They're only going to the average life expectancy. So this is saying, hey, 65, what's the average life expectancy? Let's, between, let's call it 78, 78, 79. You know, you, you, I'm just saying, you know, I'm just, again, I'm not that smart, but let's just call it, we'll call it 79, okay? Because, you know, the guy dies a little earlier than the wife, about 14 years, right? That's over $20,000 a year just for your health care. The problem with that is the average Social Security payment is about 1450 bucks, you know, which uh, doesn't even cover your health care. This is the latest, by the way. Uh, they broke it down by gender. Ladies, you cost a little more. And I'm assuming because you live a little longer, 150k for the the ladies, 135k for the men. And again, remember, got to be healthy. I I would love to see the number for the unhealthy because that would be the majority of the people. By the way, just since 2015, so 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018. Healthcare cost shot up on average from 2015 to 2017, on average, 12% a year. Last year was a big improvement. Hey, it was only 3.6% last year. Still nowhere near the no inflation number, right? You got to think about the average. 10% a year, every year. For the last five straight years in a row. Because Medicare is the primary insurer. Oh. Hmm. I guess it gets worse if you're on Medicaid. Various factors have led to a slower increase in older Americans' health costs versus those of the general population. <laughs> Wait a minute. You 
just said that it went up over 12% a year, three straight years in a row, and then last year it went all up 3.6, and that's slower than the rest of us. National health care expenditures are anticipated to grow on average of 5.5% every single year from now till 2026. Yeah. <laughs> it's only an extra like 60, you know, 55, 60%. No problem. We'll be back after the break. How much does your portfolio weigh? I got a really bad feeling it doesn't weigh enough. According to the government, it's not my numbers, every year for the next 10 years, Medicare, okay, Medicare, which is what the vast majority of the retired folks have, Medicare or Medicaid, but this is Medicare. Your premiums or the cost that you are going to have to spend is going to rise from $285,000 if you are a healthy man and woman to $416,000 if you retire 10 years from today. And actually, I'm... I'm fudging. It's nine years from today because now it's 2019. But, but from 2018 to 2028, and this is a government number. That's the best case scenario. You know, when you sit there and you think about, I keep going back to that stupid commercial with people walking around. What's your number? And they're 401ks, and they all say a million dollars on them and all that crap. It's not going to be enough. I mean, you haven't even ate yet. You haven't you haven't paid the electric bill, the water bill. You haven't paid car insurance. You haven't paid anything. Just Medicare is going to cost you half a million bucks. Incredible. Uh, speaking of incredible, we had a really interesting day today in in the markets. You know, they're they're all excited about the China trade deal. Um. And I'm seeing more and more details about what this deal is going to look like. It's going to be, I think it's one of these, they're, they're doing the buy the rumor, and then when it comes out, you're going to see the big washout. But uh, they're pretending that somehow this has something to do with gold. It doesn't. But today, finally, we got gold to hit 1280 again, which... You know, these computer models dictate all the trade. Remember when gold got to, what, almost 1350, went all the way to 1280, then went roaring back up, got, what, to 1320-something, right? And they were selling it off for ridiculous reasons. Today, it hit it, bounces up. Right now, gold's 1288. Uh, it's down 2 bucks at 1288, uh, and, and the Dow is mixed. The Dow is actually up 100 points on Boeing. And and I don't really understand that they they pretty much I guess the, the plane crash in Ethiopia they pretty much are saying yeah Boeing did it it was Boeing's fault I don't know but but neither here nor there it doesn't matter I was able to and I decided you know what I don't know we ran those Mint State sixty fours 
for the last few days, and man, what a great deal. So excited about it. There were 1405. If you bought 10 or more, 1400. I actually got an email today. I sold all of ours. Well, that's not true. I had one left. I do. I do have one left, but but uh, outside of that, I sold every one that that was allotted to us. There is a few more of those. If you really wanted to get in on those Mint State sixty four Saints, call us. Uh, we'll be able to help you uh, with that. There's a limited quantity, and I'm thinking, you know, the number I got was somewhere between twenty to thirty. So let's say about twenty five of them uh, that I could get my hands on. But that'd be something you got to call me today. Uh, to do it, but the special for today, and I and I uh, I actually have three of them. The whole Liberty series. So uh, you know we've been running the Saints quite a bit this week. The Liberties, the twenties, the tens, and the fives. I've got them all on deal today because I've got. A little bit of everyone. I got 20 or 30 20s, 20, 30 10s, about 25s out there. The $20 Liberties. These are the old ones. And remember why we like the old U.S. minted gold versus the newer minted gold. Right? Hey, why do you like Libs and Saints and Indians more than Gold Eagles and Buffaloes? It's a fair question. It's a really simple answer because they're categorized differently. The newer coins are considered bullion by the law. The older coins are considered collectibles by the law. So what does that mean? And it really, you know, when you set, when you buy them, does it change anything? No. How about when you sell them? Does it change anything? Uh-uh. They're the same. Right? Both of them, you can buy them privately, buy and sell them privately. There's only really one distinction in, in the law between the two. When they confiscated gold in 1933, you could only keep one kind. Collectible coins. All bullion had to be turned in. And then remember what they did. They increased the price 75% overnight. So it would be real nice to be able to keep them. Used to tell you, yeah, you know what, you used to pay, you know, a little more for the collectible ones. Not so today. Pay less. So I like that. That's even better. They're cheaper. And they're considered collectible. And one of the things, like, you can't put these in your IRAs. Not that gold IRAs are bad. They're not. But you just can't put old gold in it. Because I keep thinking in the back of my mind, I know i got a twisted mind. I always look at what could possibly go wrong. I think they know, they've known all along for 100 years now. Almost 100 years they're going to want the gold back again one day. Well, that's why we like the old gold better, because that was at least what you got to keep the last time. I'll tell you about the prices when we return. Patriot Radio News Hour. 800 
That is our toll-free number. Uh, tomorrow, the big jobs report. I can't wait. I'll be, I have no idea what it'll be. I mean, last month was 20,000, and somehow, somehow everyone thought that was great. So who knows? Uh, but we're talking about gold. Why do I like our old, old gold versus new gold? And really, at least today, I've got two reasons. Cheaper, which is the best reason. And there is definitely a possibility when the government wants their gold back that you could keep it. And I say possibility because I don't know what the law is going to be. All I can go by is what the, the last law was. And you know how these guys all operate. They always leave themselves a loophole. And I'm thinking that that it'll be the same one again. And you got to remember, less than 1% of the people own any. Right? They, I mean, we know that. And by the time they impoverish the majority, a lot of them are going to have to sell it because they got no other way to do it. So those of you that are, are lucky enough, hey, it's possible that you're going to be able to keep it. That's why we like them. So today, I didn't have enough of anything, but I had a little bit and a little bit, so I just put it all on sale. The 20s, the 10s, and the 5s. The, the Liberty Series, if you will. I've got the $20 Liberty. Now, I did this about $10 in gold ago, so uh, gold has come all the way back now. But the $20 Liberty, it got it on sale at $13.75. The $10 Liberties, I got them on sale at $695. And the $5 Liberties on sale at $360. So if you did one of each, if you got a 20, a 10, and a 5, it'd be $2,430. I've got in the neighborhood of, of about 20 to 30 of each of these. The fives, I got a little less. But 1375 on the 20s, I mean, um, $25 savings. And really, gold's come all the way back now, so the $10 that was down today is kind of gone. So now it's even a better deal. At 1375 the 10s at $695, so that's like your half ounce. And the quarter ounce or the $5 Liberty, and again, these are the 1866 to 1907s. Now, those were at 360 at 800 951 And, of course, uh, as you know, uh, your support here from this of Patriot helps us do everything else, allows us to get the real news out to everybody uh, so I hope you support us. If you've never ordered from us before, we're not like anybody else. I promise you. Call up and just tell Arlene, I want the special Arlene. And today she'll ask you, well, which one you want? And you just tell her, oh, I want the 20s or the 10s or the 5s or, or I want one of each or I want five of each, whatever it may be. I mean, that's it. That's our big high-pressure sales tactic. You know, how many would you like? There's no bait and switches. We're not going to try to talk you out of it, right? And, and you tell us where to ship it to or if you want to pick up, whether it's here in Phoenix or up in Johnstown, we'll do that for you as well. 800 951 
See what tomorrow brings. Everyone take care. Have a great rest of your day.